This is Camp Hacker. Come find our show notes and our blog for camp directors and leaders at camphacker.tv. Good day and welcome to our podcast. This is Camp Hacker, episode 80, recorded on the 28th of March, 2015. On today's show, video marketing your summer camp. If you would like easy, automatic, free updates of our podcast, you can subscribe in iTunes or use the free Stitcher app. This week's Camp Hacker podcast is sponsored in part by Camp Pros Like You, who support the show on Patreon. If you've got even one good idea from the Camp Hacker podcast, you can show your support for the show for as little as $1 per episode. We've got some great rewards too, just like a Kickstarter campaign. Please go to patreon.com forward slash camp hacker. And by the new Go Camp Pro. In a lot of ways, Go Camp Pro was built for directors just like you, people doing it all themselves. We designed this by asking ourselves, what resources do we wish that we had during our time as directors? The material will be helpful for those in their first five to seven years of directing, but so much of it fits for camp directors who run super lean, just one or two people year round. Join Go Camp Pro by going to gocamp.pro forward slash membership so more kids can go to better camps. We hope you enjoy the Camp Hacker Show. Hello, Camp Pros, and welcome to the Camp Hacker Podcast. I'm Travis Allison. I run a blog and a podcast network about creating a great summer camp at camphacker.tv. And my name is Gabrielle, and I'm one of the camp directors at Camp Oro. Uh, camp Oro is an all-girls camp in the Laurentian Mountains. Welcome, everybody, to episode 80. I'm so pleased to get to spend some time chatting with Gab today. Sorry that Dan and Joe aren't able to join us mm-hmm. um, on a special big number episode. Uh, Gab and I have been away this week at the Alberta Camp Association, had some great time to hang out and chat and share Camp Hacker ideas. And this uh, this show is going to come out of some of the stuff we talked about. Uh, and, and Gab actually worked on this week while she was there. Before we start with our topic today, I want to just ask you to, if you, you've enjoyed anything from our show and have got some good stuff from it, if you wouldn't mind, please go to camphacker.tv slash iTunes and leave us a review there. It's very helpful for us in terms of other people finding it, other camp pros getting to see the show, if there are some good reviews on iTunes. I'm not asking you for a good review. I'm asking you for an honest review. So whatever you can do at camphacker.tv slash iTunes would be great. So, Cap, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're going to talk about um, a very important uh, marketing tool, which would be video marketing for your summer camp. And we'll probably be focusing. There's so many things that we could talk about um, in technique, what equipment you can use. But today we're going to be mostly focused on message. That's right. That's right. Yeah, this topic can be incredibly overwhelming, but it's so powerful for summer camps. We wanted to give you some good starting tips, things to get you going if you want to introduce video marketing for your camp for the summer and for next summer. Exactly. Yeah. So, Gab, if you are think of things that people should be shooting, actually, let me start with a, a point that's near and dear to my heart yeah. um, before we get into the shoulds for, sh- for shooting. How... How long should videos be? I, <laughs> I I don't like going much more than ninety seconds. Uh, ninety seconds to about two minutes. I think we're we're hitting a, a, a limit there, especially for just introductory uh, small snippets. We used to have very long uh, videos about our camp and 
widespread. And um, as you'd mentioned, the whole family would sit around the TV and, and watch it. Now it's, it's much more a click, watch, get the information and move on to perhaps another video. Right. Right. And I completely agree with that. If you have something that is just telling people about one aspect of camp, like here is, here's our sailing program, or here's what, what happens during rest hour, then I think that those should definitely be 60 to 90 seconds maximum. In general, camps find that very hard to do. And sometimes doing stuff that's hard, it makes it even worth it. So um, people just won't watch anything longer than that. If you look at your own YouTube statistics, you'll see that people drop off after a certain point. Um, the only and, thing, there's two uh, things I would add to that. The only, the only way I feel that you can go longer than that is if you're telling a story, if you have some, a story that carries through the video, not just here's sailing and everybody wears life jackets and everybody must have sunscreen on. And instead it's a story of something that happens a beginning, middle and end. Then I think you can go longer than that. And I mean, that's proven by the fact that people will watch, still go to the movies and download movies and watch 45 minute TV shows because there's a story that carries them through. And I think that that's, that that's the only thing that can get people beyond that 60 to 90 seconds. Yeah, absolutely. My other thing that I was going to say in terms of timing, um, I've learned a lot of cool stuff from a guy named James Wedmore and we'll have Matt put the links to James's work in the show notes. Um, James is really great at YouTube for business and he has a, a great video about the anatomy of a, a perfect YouTube video. And he has a couple of things in terms of timing that I think are really important. Um, one is that the first eight seconds are the most important. That's where people will stay or go make the, the go, no go decision is after before eight seconds. So that has to be something catchy, splashy, good movement, even just a strong personality, someone stepping up to the camera and giving a good synopsis of what the video is, is enough to get them past eight seconds. You shouldn't open with your logo moving with some nice music, sort of a, a typical TV or movie bumper, um, TV, TV show bumper. Instead, you need to up, open with something strong with a person, and that will help carry people through into the rest of your 60 to 90 seconds if you've got that there. So in terms of timing, that's that. those are the things that I would really want to highlight and get people to think about. If you have at that after that 8 to 10 seconds, you could then throw in a bumper, meaning your logo and some nice music, but you have to really get them hooked before then so they know what's coming after that. So we're talking about the message and what you can do if you're a camp that's just starting out and has seen some great camp videos and, and you're inspired to do some stuff, Cap, what do you think that they should um, should be the first things they focus on shooting and getting across through video? Yeah, I think I think basically what it, the first things that you might want to address is really, um, you know, where, where the kids are staying, uh, what they're eating and what they're doing. You're really going with the basics and and probably something along the lines of how do we stay in touch with the parents? If it's a residential camp or if it's a day camp, um, both are applicable. And so, so I like to try to aim for those. If there's, if you don't really have any videos out, I would say eat, sleep, and play would be on the top, the top three. Yep. And and within those sixty to ninety second type videos, it's good to aim for th three or four points, and that's how it helps you to contain um, a video within that time. And when you're doing that, you want to keep in mind um, backing up your points. So if you're saying that our food is delicious, you want 
images of kids eating, smiling, staff eating and smiling is also important, um, as well as addressing any worries. So um, some parents, uh, maybe they're worried that their child's a particular eater and maybe the food's great, but perhaps they don't like it. So what options do they have for them? And uh, so addressing worries in videos are really, really important as well. So keeping it to about three or four points, um, backing up your information and addressing worries, I think are very helpful for, for parents uh, when, watching, when watching these videos. Yeah. And then paired with great music yep. is also really important. Absolutely. Um, and a video that does that really well, and we'll put this again in the show notes, you go back to camphacker.tv slash podcast and find the links from episode 80. Uh, you will see this video f in particular is from Camp Laurel South in Maine, and they are great at having people address those specific points. Like, what if my child has allergies? Um, what if my child doesn't like this meal? That's all addressed in their video. You're going to see it's a bit longer than this 60 to 90 seconds, um, but just the way that they break up the video into smaller sections help carry it through a bit longer than this, but it's really not much longer than a couple of minutes. So, um, But they straight up do uh, address those questions about how healthy is the food, what if my kid's picky, and what if my child has allergies? Yeah, totally. When you're when you're doing um, so, there's some great examples of the dining hall that I think we can show people. Gab, is there stuff that you would show them within the sleeping accommodations? Some specific things. Yeah, I think I think sometimes what we miss in in um, in the sleeping uh, areas are the, the rest time. So during during a rest hour, I think is really nice for parents to see that there's a downtime. Um, uh, reading stories, putting clothes away, um, even even a time lapse of a cabin throughout a day or a tent throughout a day of how it gets messy, cleaned again, messy again, bedtime would be just a great video um, time lapse, and then have a little bit of you know white text over that explaining explaining you know who's in who's in the groups and how are they chosen to be in those groups and that they probably share chores and, yes. you know, and you don't need any, you just literally need to perhaps put up a GoPro and set it on time lapse and do that throughout the day would be really cool. Yeah. And even on rainy days too. Um, yes. so something, something, it's not just the sleeping aspect, but it's who's in the cabins with them, I think is, is very helpful. And that's where you can put, you know, the other campers from camp, maybe you have international campers or yeah. that kind of thing. So. Another thing I think I'd show in there is that um, that the camper has where the camper has their own space. Like they have their bunk, but if there's a, a space for them to put their stuff or a shelf to put up uh, personal mementos, something like that, that is just a bit of their own in there. If you can show that, I think that's probably something that parents would enjoy seeing and understanding happens at camp. And then they see that other kids have stuffed animals and they have pictures of their family and. Yeah. Uh, and that, I think that just calms the spirit a little bit. So, uh, yeah, the individual touches is, is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. And I love your time-ups idea, Gab, because it is video, doing video and trying to get it right and doing, and all this sometimes can feel like a lot of pressure on a director, but if you're just doing a time-lapse that all you have to do is then cut in or, you know, cut out the boring bits in between and just write a bit of text over top of it in a simple video editor, then you can, it's just something fairly easy for you to do. Um, yeah, absolutely. And camp. I think, and, and yeah, and we've talked about this quite a bit, 
before, but you don't need to know how to do these things. There's chances are, not chances are, I guarantee that there's somebody on your staff that knows how to do this. And just with the right guidance from you, um, with the message, uh, you have somebody there that will be able to to help you out. Just, you know, make sure, you know, as long as they have a camera and then they'll be able to put text and edit it. And then again, you're aiming for probably no more than 60 seconds if you're doing a time lapse for sure. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of a, a camp getting started, one of the things I like, and this is based on some feedback, a lot of feedback from talking to camp parents, uh, I really like it if there is some form of video greeting from the directors, from the senior staff. Um, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, we're proud of our great 50, 100 year tradition and, and you know, located in beautiful Centena, Quebec. It doesn't have to be all that stuff. It really can just be... Hi, I'm Travis. I'm the director here at camp, and we're so glad that your family is watching our video channel, or we're so glad that your family is taking time to look through our website. Just something that people can hear the voice of the director um, and get a feel for who they are. One of my, something that I think about a lot is um, that I think as camps, we have, um, in our messaging, we've tried to put our staff forward as because they're the caretakers who look after kids but in that we've we remain a bit of a mystery to parents and i think it's important that parents trust an important part of trust for parents is that they know who the director is and if they can see you on camera and you do a 15 to 20 second introduction then um that's the start to that process something that get them started getting comfortable with you yeah, and I think, and I think what's important, it's I find it so funny. So I've I've um, I've interviewed uh, quite a few leaders and and camp directors, and what's hilarious is that they're they can be very animated in front of a of a crowd, but once you put them in front of a camera, um, their voice goes monotone, their face almost looks yeah. uh, irritated or almost in shock. Um, it's just some there's something that happens between. Uh, the, the camera does something, and to to uh, to certain directors when they're when they're speaking, and I think that I think that if you can put yourself in a situation where either um, you can fi- you can be filmed while you're talking to a group of kids, um, or you know, there's a trick that actors do where they will um, first imagine themselves and do the whole scene before they actually get on stage and do that scene. So their energy is already up. If they're supposed to be out of breath, they'll run back and forth behind the stage and then, and then come onto the stage out of breath. So you can do things where before you get on the camera, be in a good mood, excited and not think that I really need to look good. You, what you probably should be connecting with is I love camp and I love the campers. Um, so whatever you need to do, maybe even watch, look at some pictures of your campers, or but just become excited and happy, and and again, just it it's not like what it used to be. These huge long monologues. You can yeah. really say my top favorite things about camp are right. boom, and do that a couple of times and smile. Yeah, a lot. Yes. <laughs> Exaggerate your smiles. It, yeah. it it really works. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky enough to get to see Gab and um, Emily from where I would do some interviews at the Alberta Camp Association conference this, this weekend or this week. And 
it was so nice that they had two people there so that one person could be working the camera and the other person could be the encourager, the can try it again with a bit more pizzazz. And, and Emily was great at that with, uh, can you give me that one more time at this time? I want you to, you know, just move your shoulders a little bit. And, and it was nice to have that person to just push you along. I've done a number of videos and Gab's totally right. Like it's, it's so easy for me to have conversations with my co-podcasters and have normal mm. conversations while looking straight into the camera. But as soon as I get on the camera on my own, I get a little, get a little stiff. And so Beth, will help me walk through that and and just tell me just to relax and what to do to be natural and sometimes you're gonna have to shoot it more than once but sometimes when you say yeah. the same 15 second thing for the sixth time then you're gonna be so relaxed and over it over the fact that you're in front of the camera that you'll just get it and be, have something good to go yeah totally just yeah just keep doing it until it's 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 okay <laughs> But uh, it is awkward to have somebody behind the camera that's looking at you, and you can you can talk to them, and um, and then make it short and sweet, and make it about what you what you believe in and you're excited about. Right, right. Yeah. So it, that actually brings up a point that is pretty common in documentary photography, um, and I suspect it's for this very reason that people look into the camera and get stiff, is that they will pull the camera off to the side and have the person talk to them. So just slightly off camera as if they're talking to an interviewer instead okay. of straight at a camera. And that, if you're looking at a person instead of thinking, what's the blinking eye in front of me here, um, then you... It can relax a little bit too. That's a, a good documentary trick for that. Yeah, just a little bit, just a slight degree over. Yeah. And uh, that even makes it look really professional. Yes, exactly. So pro. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, so, Gab, if, I mean, those are some great things to start with. I want to reinforce one point before we move on. I would love it if every camp on their website, in their About Us page, on their director's page, at each one of those pages had a 10-second video from the director that said, thank you for checking out the canoeing page, or from some staff, just something beyond, I mean, you're thinking beyond just people watching it as a straight-up video, but how you can incorporate it into all of the, the marketing that you do. Well, parents, parents want to know, even though... Um even though finding camp online is becoming, I mean, that's the primary source of, of decision-making. You might have found the camp because of word of mouth, but once you get to the website, that's what solidifies uh, most of the time what camp you'll go to. Right. And um, seeing the person that's gonna, that is in charge of your children and hearing them is very, very, um, very, very helpful. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love that idea. That you introduce yourself and yeah, you know, yep. wherever you want to go from there. Yeah. So once you as a camp get used to this and you're used to to talking to the camera and you're building the habit of capturing stuff um, as you go, it's it's certainly something that that is a habit camps have to develop of having somebody ready with a camera and having that person have done a little studying of technique um, because. Mm -hmm. When you see people on the street, I'm just grabbing my phone. When you see people on the street filming, you often see them with their arms way up front like this, looking into the screen. But yeah, what right. they need to do is something to hold it steady and pull their arms in and or or lean on something to be steady. But even if you do something as simple as that, then your videos are just going to be a lot, a lot better. 
And yeah. once you develop those good habits, then you can move into some better things. I really like what you were saying, Gab, before we started recording about message, about developing messages. Once you get past these very basic videos, the things just to get yourselves going in developing video. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's, I, I think it's, I think the thing when it comes to message and why it's difficult to do is because we come from very, not too far away from where we are right now. It was really about organization and there, and then message came later. So, you know, um, video about camp, happy fun. Mm. Um, and then it would talk about camp, happy fun. And that wasn't just for camps. That was for many, many different uh, companies, organizations, and with so much information out there and so many camps and so many, um, you know, brands, brands almost have to just, they're almost dissolved and the message of the brand needs to be first. So, so when you're, you're putting a video together, um, it's important that the message is what comes out. So, um, you know, making friends needs a helping hand. And then in your video, you're explaining the three ways you provide that helping hand. Um, it's the same thing with uh, campers. If you have campers that travel from afar that are taking a plane and then the bus and, you know, um, you know, the camp experience starts uh, when, you know, you, know you, you hop on the plane and they show how that, how that happens. And then your camp's message can be, your, your camp logo can show up at the end or, right. but people need to know your message first. Right. If they like it, then they'll go towards the, towards your, your organization. I think the fear is that, that they don't know who you are and then they'll, 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 they'll miss you. And right. the truth is if they like it, they, they're, they're already there and they're, they want to know more. Right. Yeah. In a lot of ways that echoes the idea that you want to tell people your why the heart of what you are, the thing that makes you different. So much of what camps do is similar from camp to camp to camp. But if you can um, focus your message, and Waro's done a ton of work on focusing your message around Girls Matter, et cetera, for the past couple of years, um, what's your thinking about how you're going to get some of that stuff across in video? The Girls Matter aspect? Yeah. Well, well, basically, I think it's, I think it, it goes, it goes up against, um, airing out anxieties. Mm. So, so not, not necessarily talking about this is how we make things wonderful and squeaky clean and, and perfect. This is, these are the reasons why, um, a positive girl community is important. And this is why it's already difficult to have a positive girl community. So we're not trying to sugarcoat anything. We're actually saying, we know what you go through as parents with your daughters um, we know what the campers go through when they're at school and, and really taking a, uh, an angle of, of being in their shoes and, you know, doing it together basically. So I think it's, there's great when you have, if you listen to people give testimonials and they start off with, um, I was anxious to join such a large company because I felt like I would just be a number, but then I met my client rep, blah, 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 Mm. right there. Just in that, in that testimonial, that anxiety is aired out. It's something that I was already thinking about. Maybe I didn't even know I was thinking about it, but it was what I was thinking about. And then it addresses it. So I think that that's, 
that's something that's very useful for families. When you just say at our camp, everything's wonderful and everybody gets along, our pardon the French BS meter goes up yeah. a little bit. So, um, so you know what yeah. you want to say? No, we know we know what's real. Right. Uh, that's why we're doing our program. Amazing, amazing. Well, Gab, it's a it's a great topic, and I think that it's stuff that we can expand on. I think we can come back to this and deal with some some more specifics of it. Certainly tools because people love when we talk about tools um yeah. and how to do this for those of you watching and listening to this on in your car um you probably know by now that gab and i love to talk about video tools and camera tools so um we can come back to that but i think there are some some great things from today to take away first of all really that you should be started in video marketing it's an important part of camp and that there are simple ways to get going get started with that so what I want to do now, we're going to move us on to our tool of the week. Tool of the week. So thank you for watching and listening to the discussion. If you're joining us for the first time or just watching on YouTube for the first time, our tool of the week is something that each panelist brings that helps us be a better camp director. I'm actually going to start this week with my tool of the week. Um, I've been a huge fan ever since I was on senior staff at camp of having a headlamp at camp. So for getting around, um, case of emergencies, always having a headlamp there just so I can do stuff with my hands. And I have honestly owned probably a dozen of them. And um, I've done lots of research every time I buy a new one because I think it's such an important tool. And I have a new headlamp and it is called the Petzl. Petzl is the company P-E-T-Z-L um, Zipka. So it's quite small. You can see it on here on the camera. Um, and it's quite bright. The nice thing about headlamps now is that the LEDs are so bright. I remember my first headlamp had a battery pack that the battery pack weighed more than my phone does now. And it was on a strap I, on the side. Um, I totally remember. <laughs> and it would pull your headlamp. Yeah, down. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this is just this small and it's called a zip cap because it has um, string and a, a winder built into the, the back part here. This string is made of Kevlar. So when I showed it to Beth for the first time, she's like, that string's going to break the first time you use it. No, it can stop bullets. Um, nice. And so you can wear it as a headlamp. You can also put it on your wrist while you're working on something. You could put it up on your arm just so somebody knows where you are if you you know pulled over on the side of the road working on your car, whatever it is. Um, and so it is water resistant, takes a couple of AAA batteries, and I now just keep it in my shaving kit. And wherever I travel, I always have this with me because it's so nice and small. So it is the Petzl Zipka. Gab, what's your tool? My tool is um, called Nutshell, and Nutshell is an app for Android or um, iPhone. And basically, this is actually it's a great training tool for keeping things nice and short uh, and to the point. Um, you can basically snap three pictures, and in between each picture, you'll also be filming. And on each snap, you can put text or a fun little graphic that's like a moving graphic. And um, I like it to use for Instagram or put it on Facebook, and it keeps things a little bit fresh. And it's it's something that can be really cool for the summer, um, and or even during the winter when you when you're sort of starting to run out of things to do. Uh, there's a lot of great uh, nutshell examples, and uh, it's very fun to play with. So, uh, yeah, I like it. Fantastic. 
Well, I look forward to exploring Nutshell as well. Uh, Gab, thanks for being on the show and sharing some awesome insights with us. If people want to follow up with you or follow the cool creative video stuff that you're doing, how can they find you? Well, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Gabrielle Rail. Check out where I work at Waro.com. And also check out my new um, YouTube channel called Camp Friends, which I do with Emily Trudeau. And yeah. it's just us being silly, basically. And it's awesome. I love it. Thank yeah. you. It is Thank super you. great. And so you'll see some good video techniques if you watch Emily and, uh, and Gab on their <laughs> yeah. show. Well, thanks, Gab. Uh, if you love some of the stuff that you learned here, if you want to give a shout out to Gab for her smart ideas, I invite you to go to camphacker.tv slash love. And there will be a simple pre-written tweet for you. You can edit it, uh, include our Twitter handles, whatever you like. But it's just a way to share people that you got some value from this particular show. So thank you very much for watching, everybody. Thanks for the evening, friends. The Camp Hacker Podcast is brought to you by Beth and Travis Allison, summer camp leadership training and marketing consultants. Thanks for listening. Camp Hacker, bringing your world into focus.